0: Hi, my little butternut squashes. (laughs) I was thinking about calling y'all that all morning and truly just giggling to myself so hard. I don't know why. (laughs) Whenever I get on the podcast now, I don't want to say baddies. I want to call y'all like a cute food name. I've been wanting to call y'all butternut, Uh, no, what was it? Peanut butter cups, my little peanut butter cups. (laughs) Just because you're all so sweet and delicious, but I thought since it's Thanksgiving. It is the time of the cornucopia, right? That's Thanksgiving and harvest. Um, I I thought I would go with one of our favorite gourds, the butternut squash. <laughs> so, you're all my little butternut squashes. I hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. I hope you're gonna have a thankful Thanksgiving, <laughs> thankful Thursday. <laughs> okay, Um. disclaimer. I was up until 3 a.m. Uh, a little bit past last night because I was doing some Sagittarius season shenanigans <laughs> that I had no business getting into. And um, I'm, a little, I'm a little tired. I'm a little loopy. I have my gingerbread coffee channeling the energy. Got my ginger in my system. I'm feeling good. Um, so we're going to get through this. <laughs> it might feel a little sillier than normal. Um, speaking of Sagittarius season, hello, welcome. I kind of famously... Have had some Sagittarian beefs in my life. <laughs> I'm not, uh, I've had, let me not say I'm not the biggest fan. I have had some conflicts I find with Sagittarius sons, although one of my most favorite people in the world, Christian, is a Sagittarius son, so I can't obviously put all of them. Uh, but I love Sagittarius season. I love the fire. I feel like, right? Okay, so like we know Leo, right? And Aries, which are like, oh, fire, <laughs> heat, sunlight. But Sag is my, sag, do we say sag or sag? I feel like Sagittarius. Okay, we're going to stick with that one. I feel like sag is my favorite fire season because it's fire that breaks through the cold and it comes after we have the most like heavy deluge of water Scorpio season. What was that? Because I wasn't doing the podcast in October. That October, I didn't like it. The vibes were not good. I was, I, mm. I didn't like that. that I, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> Just, we don't need to do that again next year. I need October to get right again because it is the most magical season of month of the year. And if you had a great October, I I love that for you. I'm so happy for you. Um, but I, whew. and maybe it's because my book, like the beginning of the book coming out was Salon. I did that, you know, put it together. So I was really stressed out and I don't think I realized how stressed out I was. But baby, those Scorpio vibes were not seeing it for your girl, especially as a Scorpio rising. So, to have this fire come in afterwards, to have this boldness and this optimism and this energy and this vibrancy, although it can be a little aggressive and it can be a little hard headed and it can be a little too insistent, right? Everything has its pros and its cons and its ups and its downs, and they all balance each other out. I love the confidence of this season, um, and I think it's, it's really important when everything is colder and darker and quieter to, to have this fire that, that bubbles back up to, you know, give us the energy to get through the end of the year. So happy SAG season, um, even though I've almost fought a few SAGs. <laughs> And some of my celebrity nemesis nemesises, are Sagittarius. I love this season and I hope it is as fiery and fruitful for you as it has been for me so far. Oh, wait. Okay, As we're talking about Thanksgiving for this episode and then I remember there's a Sagittarius new moon. I can't remember if it's already... Started or if it's starting in tonight, but basically, we're in the energy field of it. (laughs) We're under the influence of it. You know, the new moon is a good time to chill. It's a good time to start. It's a good time (laughs) to think, to analyze, to listen, to be a little quiet. It's all dark, right? So we're under this full crest of darkness instead of this bright, shining light of fullness and and maturation and fertilization. I don't know. just we plant these seeds during the new moon right and then we see the fullness of the belly at uh at the full moon and this is like our manifestations and our dreams and our hopes that we put all this energy into we're ready to be birthed into the world so take it easy you know sad that's the thing maybe again it could just be me because I am all water and so when fire hits I'm like wow let's go crazy But SAG season is so fiery and so intense for me that I'm just like, what can I get myself into? Let's be a little chaotic. Let's have a lot of fun. Um, But it's good to rest. (laughs) So that's a good reminder. Even though we are in SAG season, we have a SAG new moon. The new moon is about quiet. It's about cultivation. It's not about the time is now. Let's go for it. Let's go jump off the bridge into the water and swim away, you know? So yeah, we have a SAG new moon. Um... And I would suggest a little meditation with it. I would suggest, you know, starting to think about what you want to manifest for this cycle. I would think about cleaning up house a little bit. I think the card, yeah, I pulled the lovers. If you follow me on my new Instagram, which is by, B-Y Mick, M-I-C-K, Audrey, A-U-D-R-E-Y, Mick Audrey is the name I write under. Um, I try to do tarot card pulls. <laughs> I was doing it every day when I first started. And then I had to actually put my book out, and then I had to do pre-orders, and then I had to do the cover. And now I'm in my like my last round of editing. And so I don't really have time to do it every day, but when I can find a second, I do it. And so the card yesterday was the lovers. And it was making me think of, of course, these ideas of romantic love and relationships and honesty and rawness and partnership and values and beliefs. But really what was coming to me was the idea of alignment that was pinging very, very strongly. So with this new moon, it might be a good time to specifically be focusing on what is in alignment in your life and what isn't. Because when we talk about all the wonderful things that comes with the lovers, it's really easy for all of those things to kind of fall out of whack if the alignment is not there. You know, alignment is like our good foundation and we build on top of that. And so if you just personally feel out of alignment with your highest self and your highest good... Checking on why. If you feel in alignment with your relationships, with what you're doing with your life currently, if you're pursuing something or not pursuing something, um, with your health, you know, with your habits, just anything. I think that the theme for this Sagittarius new moon could definitely be alignment, especially with that lover's card that popped up. And I think because <laughs> new moon, yes, Quiet, you know, reflection, control, planning what we want, planting seeds, all those beautiful things, and rest. Um, but Sagittarius does give us that kind of boldness and that confidence, and that like her that. <laughs> the like velocity to move through our life and take care of things that maybe we've been putting off for whatever reason maybe we weren't cognizant of it maybe we weren't ready to admit it to ourselves maybe it just didn't feel like the right time but if there are things in your life that you feel like you are out of alignment with in a way that is detrimental to you especially in these major categories like relationships like love like community like values, like beliefs for sure, like, like spaces where you can be totally honest with yourself, your partner with the people around you, then that edge of Sagittarius like that bow and arrow, babe, like it can shoot out what's not working for you anymore. You know, you just got to pull back that string and let it go. And so that fire might be able to help you release a little easier now. And I feel like at the end of the year, we're more primed to release things. I feel like We, didn't I talk about this last week? You get to that space where you're like, oh, I gotta get my shit together. (laughs) I, oh, uh uh-oh, it's the end of the year. What did I do with my year? What did I accomplish? Oh, it's okay. I can start over soon, but like, I really gotta get it together. So yeah, let's focus on alignment with this new moon. I thought this episode was going to be 15 minutes and we're already at eight. So okay, love that for us. Let's move on to our Thanksgiving Rituals, crystals, and what we can do to bring some witchiness into this. I would say, um, controversial holiday. I'm not gonna go on a whole thing about Thanksgiving, but obviously, uh, we are all very enlightened, educated, compassionate people, and we know that it is 100% not without its problems and that a lot of amends need to be made to indigenous communities in this country, in all countries abroad, not just because of like our celebration of Thanksgiving, but because of their mistreatment through genocide and colonization. So I'm not going to go on a whole thing. (laughs) We're not gonna, we're gonna keep a thought for that. I would really, really encourage you to find a way to donate to indigenous organizations tomorrow. Um, to do any advocacy for them to post about, you know, or or not, you have to take on the mantle of posting about what they feel about this day. But if you spread, you know, indigenous creators and what they have to say, I think that would be a lovely way to acknowledge that Thanksgiving isn't all pumpkin pies and whipped cream. But we're going to talk about not too much. We're just going to get into the idea of gratitude, which I think for the ways that Thanksgiving does have faults, um, at least it is a day where we do, if no other time during the year, and for a lot of us, it's hard to stop and do it. Uh, think about gratitude and think about grace and think about the things we're really thankful for. So let's get into that. When I was thinking about doing this episode this week, I came up with one. So we're gonna have like three projects that you can do to infuse that witchiness meets gratitude energy into your celebration. Um, one was like pretty, well, it's not super intricate, but like I don't know if everyone's going to have all of the supplies, tools, whatever necessary to do it. So I was like, I need to come up with a couple more <laughs> simple ones. So what we have is a gratitude tea. That's going to be like a really, really easy one because I'm thinking most people have at least like cinnamon in their house at this point. Given you know Thanksgiving and Christmas, and we tend to just fill the house with that kind of stuff anyway at this time of year. And you can always grab, well, I'll tell you about that in a second. So uh, we're going to start with gratitude tea. That's going to be our most simple one. And then we're going to go to... Uh a centerpiece idea, which is gonna be a little more intricate, especially depend I mean, not intricate. it's a like how complicated can it be, but depending on the supplies you have in your house, uh, especially the crystals you might have on hand and if you even have time to do something or you' already have a centerpiece, you pull out every year that's a turkey that everyone writes their name on a feather. Oh, and actually okay, so and then there's one for writing onto leaves. And then finally, there is the one that's like a little more ritualized because, Oh, I made it more complicated. Okay, (laughs) so... So if you have pen and pencil ready, if you want to jot it down on your phone, some of our best crystals for gratitude are going to be your sunstones, all of your gold, yellow crystals that invoke positivity and happiness, gratitude, all of those are kind of in the same line. So your sunstones, your citrine, a personal favorite, a good topaz, uh, a golden tiger's eye, I would also say a red tiger's eye because I feel like that fits really well with Sagittarius season, Um, but also your clear quartz, your rose quartz, your amethyst, like your three most steady gals in the world, right? um a lot of the fluorites I would say a turquoise I would say an aquamarine um a kyanite a chrysocola um oh what's that other one that looks just like chrysocola the name chrysoprase Christop- I never know how to pronounce that one but that one works as well um an iolite uh oh there's a couple that I'm forgetting um that are in that same family that kind of blue family. I can't remember. <laughs> I feel like I gave you enough to work with. I was thinking blue appetite, maybe A P A T I T E, but there is another one that I was trying a, a blue agate, but it's like a particular um, crystal. I would also throw in an angelite. And is there any other ones? I was trying to think if there was a good black one to throw in but those really are a little I mean of course you can because of the just like protective and shielding um, qualities and when you are thinking about gratitude and asking for like continuous things to be grateful and thankful and give grace for then, of course, you want to protect those things as well, right? You don't want to be like, well, all of these wonderful things have happened, and let's just throw them out to the universe. Like, let's just bring it into the woods. Like, you always do want to shield those things that are, like, you're really grateful for because a lot of those things are quite precious to us, right? So, you know what? It's always a good idea to throw in a black tourmaline in there just to keep every every other component safe. And that's why I always like to keep a selenite nearby too, to keep every um, component clear, to make the make sure the vibrations clear, make sure there's no cloudiness, to make sure that there's clarity coming from me, um, from my intention, if my words aren't necessarily clear enough or my thoughts aren't necessarily clear enough. So yeah, but that's a good list of crystals to start with. So we have crystal ideas, right? And most of us should at least have like a clear quartz or an amethyst or a rose quartz on hand. Um... So that's just like your list, right? So list two is gonna be herb ideas for Thanksgiving. So of course, like your cinnamon, your nutmeg, rosemary, nutmeg. Am I saying that weird nut nutmeg? <laughs> Given that my name is Megan, um, I get really confused about M E G because I'm M E A G and. I- I can't, it's not working for me. I can't say Meg for some reason. Um, Rosemary, pine, sage, thyme. I always throw dill into everything no matter what time of year it is. Um, Juniper, ivy. Did I say chamomile and cinnamon? Would have helped if I wrote this down. So I'm not repeating myself over and over again. Um, Cedar. Think of all your Christmas tree uh, uh, smells and sights apple, even though I guess apple is more technically a fruit than, well, yeah, so, okay, so we have herbs slash, like, edible stuff, so you have your apples, your pumpkins, your butternut squashes, all, all of the gourd family, um, these are things that if you wanted to add into this, like, centerpiece idea as a foundation, then that would be great, you can also just use a basket, you could also just stick it with some sharp ends into some foam, I don't know, <laughs> I've never actually made a centerpiece, but I'm assuming a basket might be your best bet. Um, but yeah, so those are all of our herbs. Uh, am I missing anything? I think I said, I said sage, I said rosemary, frankincense, or is that, that might be a little more pushing it towards Yule, but let's just say it just in case you have it on hand and myrrh. I mean, if we're going to say frankincense, we have to say myrrh. Um... Yeah, I think I covered them. For sure, if you have the cinnamon or chamomile, that would be the best. Because we are going to go into the tea, which is our first one. So this one is going to be very, 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 very simple. Make a cup of chamomile tea. Make a cup of cinnamon tea. (laughs) I think last week I told you all how I do my cinnamon. Um, If you need a refresher, I'm going off the top of my head, so I might say it differently this time. But I take two cinnamon... Barks. What are those things called? The rolled up actual cinnamon. I put them into a cup of cold water. Do I just do it in a saucepan? Yeah, I do a cup of cold water. And I think I also do one cup of a little more warm water. And then you bring them up to a boil, which I think takes about two minutes. And then you put it on high and oh wait, no, do you put it on high? No, 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 no. no. Nope, see. Mm-mm. <laughs> Don't listen to me, but do listen to me. You put them into the saucepan. You bring it to a slow boil. So don't like crank it up to high because it's going to get nasty and muddled in there and like the bark is going to all shred apart. So put it over a low, medium, low heat. Bring it up to a brisk boil. And then you turn the heat all the way off and you let it sit for like 20 or 30 minutes. And then it's ready to drink. You don't have to put anything into it. You can add a little honey or a little sugar or more herbs if you want. Or, um, little apple or like some dried orange or whatever. Ooh, that sounds good. Am I try that. To... <laughs> I usually just drink it by itself because it tastes so good. It is... It's spicy, but it's sweet, but it doesn't taste artificially sweet and it's not... Anyway, you just have to try it. It's so good if you haven't made it before and makes your house smell so amazing. It's... I love it. I don't do it enough. I really need to make it more, but it's one of those things where... You have to be like, do I even have cinnamon in the house? And do I feel like waiting an hour <laughs> to have a cup of tea? Or like, will I leave it on the stove, come back, and it's ice cold, right? But when the water even turns the most gorgeous, like, golden, amber, slightly tinged with red color, oh, ooh, so good. So yeah, um, follow up that recipe. I even actually let it go usually like 40, 45 minutes because I want it to be really dark and hearty. But yeah, so make your, or, you know, get a tea packet. <laughs> Just get, just get some chamomile tea, <laughs> put some boiling water over it, and call it a day. Um, but if you want to do it the other way, you know, put your intentions and in, in all that. But when you have your tea, what I would do is just sit, hopefully in a very quiet place where you can be a little meditative. And before each sip, I would say out loud, or if you feel more comfortable to yourself, something that I'm grateful for. What am I grateful for this year? And I would just enumerate it out and say my list. And with everything, I would back it up. With a sip of that tea, especially because, like, with cinnamon's properties, you have um, prosperity, you have protection, you have um, uh, not manifestation necessarily, but like attraction, like attracting wealth and prosperity, and and ah, what is the M word I'm trying to think of? It's not manifestation, a Abundance, it's an abundance <laughs> attracting her. What am I saying? Oh, I have to get more than five hours of sleep. See, this is on me. I'm so sorry. So, um, yeah, because and so the more you're like giving the thanks for it, because we do get hyper focused, I think, a lot of the time on manifesting, and then the thing happens, and you're like, Cool, uh, so universe, can you do this next? <laughs> when really. We should be stopping if it's prayer, if it's manifesting, if it's asking for blessings, whatever, if it's, you know, dealing with other people. We don't ever, we, a lot of times we will skip over the second part of the contract, which is really the most important part, which is the gratitude. So it's great to just sit and while you're taking in this liquid that is about like attracting all these wonderful things and protecting all of it at the same time, that you're doing the process of giving thanks in a very like calm and seated and spoken way. And at the same time, you're like calling it back to you as it's going into your body. You know what I mean? So that's number one. (laughs) Cinnamon tea, hour and a half long recipe, bag of chamomile, five minutes. (laughs) Whichever works better for you. And I think that's a great one too that you could do with, you know, friends and family, coven, whomever. Where you can all sit together and you know go one at a time or even make it about each other and say, This is why I'm so grateful for you. This is what I'm so thankful that you helped me with this year. This is how I would like to pay you back for what you've shown me and like this is how I extend my gratitude to you through service, you know? So that's one. Two, let's do the burning leaves because that's really quick. Get a leaf. (laughs) Step one, get a leaf. Step one, go outside. Step two, get a leaf. Um, step three, write what you are grateful for on it. And step four, just add it around your table, wherever you're going to be dining. Add it to your altar. At, you know, because at first I was thinking like burning leaves. But as I'm saying it, you don't, number one, I like don't want to advise burning leaves because I don't want to accidentally like nox, noxious fumes somebody. <laughs> But also burning would kind of categorize more of a release as opposed to like a statement of affirmation, acceptance, and gratitude. And here we are, and this is what like I've brought into my life on purpose. Or I didn't, but I'm grateful that it happened anyway. So yeah, I would take, so you're bringing this natural element from outside, right? So you have your leaves. I would place them around the table. I would add them to your altar. I would, what are there places? I mean, I feel like there's probably the only two places you can... Put them into your your centerpiece if you want to do like the next thing, but I mean leaves can also be kind of crunchy and loud, and they break pretty easily, and they can be kind of itchy. And if you come into contact with them, in, with into contact with them, so yeah, just go and gather some stuff, take a little meditative space with that, bring it into the house right with your grateful forks. I know a lot of people do that with like paper leaves they'll cut, or with like a turkey tail. I've never done... Most of what I... My family's very, very, very Creole. So we have like very Creole Thanksgiving. Very Catholic Creole (laughs) Thanksgiving. And so a lot of what I know about, I think is more atypical American Thanksgiving, is what I watched on Bob's Burgers. (laughs) To be totally honest. So I always saw that cute stuff where you like, you draw the turkey and you like, you write your family members names. Or like the place settings can be like, like pics from the tail or whatever, but we never did stuff like that. Sammy was like borderline French. So... (laughs) like like creole french uh speaking at the table and stuff like that so i have a little different experience but i love that idea i love the colors i love the crafting element i love doing it with leaves because you're connecting with nature that way and you're honoring the earth in that way and a lot of what we have to be grateful for is just like the abundance of the earth it's the fresh air outside that we breathe it's the water that we drink it's the ground that we walk on It's the energy that it feeds us. You know, it's all this like cycle where we're connected to it and it's connected to us. So two would be writing on your leaves and placing them festively around. (laughs) Don't burn them because I don't want anyone to like accidentally be poisoned by that. Um, And also we don't want it to wither away in dust and rise, you know. Um, unless, unless there are things that you are grateful to be releasing or things that you are grateful that were taken out of your life, or you chose to push out of your life because it was time to do so, then I would write and burn, but please look up if it's safe first. (laughs) And if they're very, very dry, know that they will burn very, very quickly and you don't want any fire injuries. Um, I can't, you know, a lot of people end up going to the ER on holidays because of cooking mishaps and and drinking, which please, please don't drink or drive, obviously. But, um, there's usually a, a uptake, upkick, kick, you know what I'm trying to say, of people having to go to emergency rooms during holidays. Let's not join them. Let's be very, 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 very safe. Okay, always keep water nearby. Always keep a fire extinguisher nearby. Let's do our rituals the safe and right way. Okay, so next is the centerpiece, which is basically a amalgamation of the things I said. You can um, add crystals to it. You can put the leaves in there, have everyone write on a leaf, which I think people might think is a really fun idea. Um, Especially kids, I think might think it's really fun. You get some glitter pens going. I don't know, have fun with it. Milky pens, do they still make those? And um, herbs, you know, and center it with this like kind of bigger gourd or this kind of bigger cornucopia idea or these baskets. And so, not only are you putting all these elements together and go, going through the process of ritual by like creating it with your hands, but then its energy and its elements are just going to spread across the table. It's a lot of amplification, you know. It's one thing. I mean, base level. It's always good to just remind yourself of what you're grateful for and to give give actual things for it. I try to do that a lot at night when I'm just laying (laughs) after I watch Bob's Burgers to learn about Thanksgiving. (laughs) I I just, and it's very, very simple things. I'll be like, I'm grateful for my feet because they carry me around all day. I'm thankful that my heart is beating, you know, in a steady rhythm and that I'm not having any issues with palpitations or like with my anemia like I used to. Um, I'm thankful that my hair looks really good today. <laughs> it can also just be things that aren't so serious, you know, things that it, it I, those are things I'm grateful for. I'm grateful when my hair looks great. I'm grateful that I had a really great pumpkin face mask from Trader Joe's that I love wearing and it makes me feel good. And it's nice to have, you know, that hour that I keep it on. I'm grateful for that time. I'm grateful for that thing. Even if, it's, even if it seems a little, you know, a little bit of vanity, it is still something that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful that I have the money to go to a Trader Joe's be able to buy it. I'm grateful that um, it's something that I can like, I can spin like a little frivolously and have beauty products that make me feel good or sprawl products that make me feel good and help me to relax when I want to meditate or just like have these quiet moments. So it doesn't have to be like, I'm so grateful that I met the love of my life and we had a perfect child. And, <laughs> you know, but it should be that too. But it's okay if it's a little quote unquote frivolous because When you are going through a rough patch, it's those frivolous things that keep you sane. It's the, oh, my life is falling apart and everything is a true catastrophe and I don't know how I'm going to go on. Um, But, you know, I have this dress that I love so much and I'm really grateful that it fits me so well and I always get compliments. Like, it really can be those tiniest little things that seem frivolous, but if it makes you feel good and it helps you get through the day, I'm grateful for this gingerbread coffee I'm having because I don't know how else I'd be awake (laughs) (laughs) it's not major but it's it's helping me out in in a big way for me right now um okay so yeah you do your centerpiece and so all the crystals all the herbs uh the gourds the vegetables the fruits that we mentioned I would whip it up and put it together that again would be like a fun group activity maybe I mean if you're like solo dolo and you like to do yourself alone trust me I'm there with you but if you want to bring your kids into it and kind of like teach them what this is and this is you know cinnamon does this and oh and no, no, no. That's the next one. Sorry. Cinnamon <laughs> does this, and sage does this, and you know you should wear this crystal when you're feeling this way. Or hey, how, when you put this crystal in your hand, how does it make you feel? Just ways that you can make your traditions a little, a little magical. And um, it doesn't have to be like you know what? Let me put on my full cloak. Let me get the cauldron. Everyone gather around. Let's do this. It's just little touches. Like that's what I was talking about last week. It's just. How can we stay connected when we don't feel connected necessarily or we actually feel disconnected? You know, what are little unconscious things that we can think of doing? And now, obviously this is more conscious, but what are, what are the, how can we mainstream this stuff? How can we make magic a little (laughs) simple when we need it to be? And so, yeah, it could just, it could be your own ritual. Yes, but also tradition that you're creating. And then finally, like the actual ritual idea that I had, which I don't know how many people are gonna be able to do it because I came up with it and I was like, oh, I like that a lot. And then I was like, oh, most people like don't knit or crochet or do any kind of like yarn arts. <laughs> so I don't know if they're gonna have this stuff around. But if you do, or if you feel like running out to get it, even though I think stores are gonna be closing in a few hours and you probably don't wanna tangle with that craziness and the traffic and all that, um, if you have a pine cone, which I'm sure you can find somewhere in a park, a backyard, on the sidewalk, somewhere close to you. I hope you can. Also, this is why I was getting confused with making a centerpiece one because you can obviously make the pine cone the center of your centerpiece or like add it in. They're so, when I was a kid, when I was in Girl Scouts, which ugh, I hated every second of it, I'm not built for that, <laughs> but my mom loved it. And we would take pine cones every year and we would put like glue on all the, 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 spigots. I don't know where the little things are going. now. it's like all split up obviously. And we will glue sequins and glitter and like pour glitter all over it and they would be so cute. And we'd like spray paint them sometimes and they would be truly so cute. And I think that really imprinted on me and I always am trying to do like some pine cone craft. <laughs> when the holidays hit um so even doing something like that if you wanted to do something a little more fun and festive and make it really bright and pretty would be great except those things stick like hell I, we would always be pricking our fingers like freaking sleeping beauty over here like we're all aurora like, we would be so bloodied up by the end you think when you hand them the kids you would try to like file it down or anything but you know girl scouts were roughing up we make do but yeah, so you can do the pine cone in the centerpiece. But for this, so if you can get a nice juicy pine cone, if you can kind of maybe like put a little spike in the bottom to make sure that it'll stay upright, or you can put it on a little plate platform, sticky tack, whatever works for you, I would make that my center because pine cones are wonderful and lovely and not just because you can make them beautiful and not just because they're aesthetically pleasing and not just because they smell good, but because pine itself is really kind of uh, close to cinnamon with protection, with prosperity, with drawing in wealth, with abundance, just gold and green, green and gold. Like that, those are the colors that really represent pine and pine cones. Um, there, If you go way, 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 way back to when I'm talking about floor washes, I always talk about putting pine, pine oil in them. Uh, so you know pine soil, soul, the cleaner might be something to it. <laughs> I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but actual pine oil, working with actual pine cones and pine, great. So yeah, anchor your pine cone however you can, and then if you have threads, if you have strings, if you have yarn available, I would try. I would pick one from each color. So I would do a blue. I would do a purple. I would do a yellow. I would do a red. I would do a pink. I would do an orange. Do Yellow, I already said that. (laughs) Whatever you have available to you, whatever you want to represent. And in my mind, what I would do is wind the string around the base of the pine cone once and then let it extend out. So it's kind of looking like a sun, right? So you have a pine cone and then you have these strings that extend out from it. So you're looking at from the top, it's center spikes. (laughs) Does that make sense? I wish y'all could see what I'm doing, like drawing it out with my hands right now. I look ridiculous. And so with, with each cover, color string, I would then take a piece of paper and write what corresponds to that color that I'm grateful for this year. So with red, you would want to write something about love. I met the love of my life. I got married. I decided to commit myself to someone. I fell in love with my best friend. And we both announced we were in love with each other. Um, I really realize that the love of my life is me and I have focused on self-love all this year. I um, saw my best friends get married and I'm so happy for, the- you know, just anything that is related to love. And then for pink, if you want, you can save self-love for pink. Or you can talk about gratitude with your friendships, how people really showed up for you this year, how you showed up for other people. Um, For pink, I would also say if there's some, <laughs> I hate to go into like these things that seem kind of like vain or frivolous. But hey, a little vanity is not bad. We all have a little vanity. But for pink, it could also be things that, um, in a realm of like beauty that you've been thankful for this year. If you've done stuff to like work on how you feel about yourself, if you've improved this or improved that, that you weren't happy with, I think that's really something to celebrate. It's hard to make changes to yourself. Um, So yeah, or if you saw something that was really beautiful if you went to a concert if you went to a ballet if you were really moved by something that spoke to your aesthetic senses I would also um put that one on to pink but pink can definitely be for self-love and you can save red for like passion or romantic love if you want for yellow oh you don't have to do this and you don't have to Roy G Bivid if you want to just whatever speaks to you um, and you don't have to include all the colors also. It's it's totally up to you and what you feel like doing and what aesthetically is pleasing to you as well, because you are going to want to put this somewhere right after you do all this work. So for yellow, I write down what made me the happiest so far this year. We still have a little year left, so it doesn't have to be like the be all end all. Some wonderful things can still happen before December 31st. But what made me the happiest that I'm grateful for? What brought the most positivity to me? What changes I made that were really positive? Um, and, and kind of like where I am with even the idea of positivity right now, and if I've made strides with that, I've just become a more positive person, I would say that's something to be really, really grateful and thankful for. So yeah, that for yellow, for orange, I would do, what am I thankful that I had the opportunity to create? Because orange is a lot of like, that fission of creation, and really putting dreams into action and like this bloom of all these colors and vibrancy all coming out into the world. So yeah, what did you create? What did you have the chance to create? Or what new idea has just come to you that you're so excited about? What's gonna be your new thing for 2023? What inspiration have you been grateful for? When um if how other people have supported things that you've created? Like for me, it would be the book. And like all all the help that's come along with that, and all the pre-orders that have come with that, like that is that is where the center of my gratitude is going to be this year for sure. Um, for for purple, I would do this for purple or yellow. No, 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 sorry, purple or white. Uh, it would be what am I thankful for that? has been like a part of my spirituality, a part of my magic, part of my religion, part of my witchiness, you know, however you like to look at it and frame it and deal with it. You know, how, how has your intuition grown? What has your intuition saved you from this year? Um, what connections have you had with, you know, certain maybe angels or with certain spirits or with certain abilities that you've developed this year or that have kind of come to you new and you didn't even know you were able to do that? What books have you read that are witchy that have like really opened up doors for you? What new podcast? I mean, I've been gone for a year. I hope you all had other podcasts to listen to besides mine. I always encourage you to not just listen to me. You got to get a lot of perspectives, a lot of information out there. I certainly don't know it all you know, that you're grateful for? what. How, how has your spiritual journey, your witchy journey, whatever, your cl- closeness to whomever, whatever, it feels good to you? How, how has it changed you this year? And what are you grateful that you've learned about it? Or what are you grateful that you've been shown? Or what are you grateful that you've been able to develop? I'm thankful that I've been able to come back to this podcast. I did not think I'd be able to do this. I thought I was tapped out and run dry because <laughs> I've done it for so long. And I was just, tapped out in general. And I was very depressed. I'm starting to realize now that I've been out of it for like two weeks. I was depressed for three years. Like I didn't know because I was busy. (laughs) It's like very depressed. And I didn't see a way that I could come back and do this. And so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I found a way back. I, I was brought back, you know, so that would be for those colors for green, obviously, what career successes, what new opportunities, what business ideas, what money, what windfalls, what luck that you've had this year that you're super, super grateful for. Green is so fun. It's really, my friends always make fun of me because I, I'm like, ugh, I hate the color green. I don't know why. I just, ugh, I don't like it. And then I'll show them something I want to buy and I'm like, ooh, isn't this gorgeous? And they're like, it's green, dummy. <laughs> I think I aesthetically just don't like green grass, you know? But if it's like, Green, the idea of green, I love It's if it's green crystals and gemstones, if it's a green product, if it's just like, an, you know, everyone has an emerald green, like sofa. I love all that stuff. I think I just don't like grass because I associate it with being itchy and outdoors. <laughs> so yeah, all those, what, what are you grateful for in like new ways that you found vitality in your life? You know, what makes you, or what's making you feel more alive right now? That would also be good if you wanted to do a gold string. Um, And you could kind of keep green more career money focused, prosperity focused. Uh, You can also do a silver, a silver, well, silver string, yarn string. If you wanted to talk about any gratitude you have towards working with the moon. Um, And it can also be a bit of prosperity, but I would really kind of focus that one on the moon if you'd like to, especially with all the darkness that we're under right now. Um, And night, night sweeps in very quickly and stays a very long time in the winter and in the fall. And so, yeah, I would focus on like a little bit of moon connection there if you want to add in a silver. Am I missing... What am I missing? Um blue, we could do communication for blue and what you're grateful for that you were able to express this year, what you are grateful for that someone was able to express to you, what how you were grateful in ways that you were able to be honest for the first time, um boundaries you were able to create because of that honesty. Uh anything just communication related would be for blue and am I miss am I missing anyone? But that's that's how it goes. You know, it's like Get the string that represents the color of the thing that you want to write about and then the thing that you do write and attach to the string that is run around the pine cone that's centering all of it that's that's what you want it to correspond it's a correspondence right it's correspondences so if i did miss any colors that's the theme that we're going with just make sure that the color corresponds to the the theme of what you're expressing gratitude for with that slip of paper and wind it around your pine cone your beautiful symbolism for of and for Thanksgiving. And that can be your actual ritual for it. I was originally gonna base it around a candle. And so you could do that as well. Just burn like a a pure white candle for, uh, for purity and clarity, especially of clarity of like expressing your gratitude, and making sure that you're remembering all the things that you want to say, and you're saying it very clearly, because you know, (laughs) you never you never want to be uh, too tricky with your words or the universe will be like, oh, but you said this so this is what I thought you wanted, right? isn't that what you wanted? Oh, okay, we'll deal with it. We'll <laughs> want do that. but um you can you can't do it like around a white uh, candle. I thought the pine cone would just be like more fun, <laughs> more festive and fun and I love what it represents. I love the properties of it. Um, but also you know as I you know I, I'm afraid that you guys are gonna set yourself on fire and I just really don't want that to <laughs> Know people burn candles anyway. I know it's the time of year. I know people burn candles, literally in wreaths this time of year. But I really want you to be careful. So I'm pro pine cone. But if you want to do a candle and you can do it safely, go for it. I thought this was gonna be 15 minutes long. Gee, willikers. I love you all so much. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. I am so thankful for all of you. I am so grateful for all of you. I'm so grateful that you waited for me. I'm so grateful that you came back for me. I'm so grateful that more of you are going to come back and we'll find each other again. And um, please, please, please pre-order my book because I'm grateful that that is done. (laughs) Love you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, and I think next week, um, I'm I'm trying not to put myself into a weekly schedule in case I have to get out of it. But next time you talk to me, I'm pretty sure we're gonna do angel numbers. So we have that to look forward to. have that to look forward to. Okay, love you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Until next time. Goodbye.